0: hi everyone welcome once again to this talk on aesthetics and I'd like to share some of my thoughts on aesthetic aggravators on the aging process how do we round up the usual suspects and is there some defense mechanism in our system and in what's available around us so as you your body ages, your face, uh, that's what we're focusing on here. There are gonna be several intrinsic changes in the outer layer of the skin, known as the epidermis, and also in the inner layer, known as the dermis. The skin thickness decreases as we age, and the skin barrier function is also altered. The aging skin is prone to dehydration and wrinkles, as we all see very often. The skin cells, which are known as keratinocytes, decrease in size and become looser. The pigment cells, um, known as melanocytes, also get modified. And so as a result, you see changes in your skin. Now, the dermis tends to shrink by about 6% every 10 years. So as you get older, your dermis is gonna get uh, thinner. Um, And the GAGs are the glycosaminoglycans, which we shared about earlier. These are the water imbibing substances, which plump the youthful face they also tend to decrease. Hyaluronic acid. There's a lot of focus on hyaluronic acid. Uh, This is a dermal component. This also decreases in amount, and as a result, the skin is unable to retain adequate water. Elastin fibers also get altered, and your capillaries get thinner as well. The skin normally has a self-moisturizing ability, but as we get older, this self-moisturizing capacity decreases. Tissue repair is also altered and scars tend to become less resistant. To add to the changes of intrinsic aging, we're also exposed to what we call environmental aging or extrinsic aging. This aggravates the entire aging process. A lot of us suffer from environmental aggravators that hasten the aging process. The common aggravators we see are the sun's rays, the photo damage, smoking tobacco, and air pollution and the ozone. The commonest changes of extrinsic ageing are seen in fine lines, wrinkles, especially on the face and neck areas, pigment disorders, what we call dyschromias, uneven colors of the skin, and a yellowish tinge of the ageing skin. Ageing skin tends to be dry, dull, and there are reddish uh, spidery marks on the nose and cheek areas, which are known as telangiectasias. So these are the common things you'll see. Air pollution and smoking aggravate skin aging. In fact, they do cause premature skin aging. Smokers also tend to develop lines on the face which are known as smokers' lines, and the skin takes on an unhealthy grayish pigmentation. Ozone from the exhaust fumes of our cars have negative effects on our skin. Ozone generates free radicals. Free radicals are chemical species which contain unpaired electrons they are unstable and highly reactive the reactive oxygen species affect our health and cause damage to our tissues this modifies our dna lipids and proteins causing damage to the cells and destruction of the cells. The common sources of free radicals in the environment, what we see around us, are ultraviolet rays and uh, radiation, ozone, smoking, air pollution, some pharmacological agents. Iron overload, alcohol, and um, toxins like in pesticides, mycotoxins, and so on. So, these are some of the challenges we face in the world in which we live, and um, these are the causes of early ageing and so the question we ask is it possible for us to um, sort of protect ourselves from all these elements? Yes, Um, the good news is that there are defence mechanisms in place and they are um, substances which can sort of um, help lessen aging or even sort of reverse uh, aging. So um, these free radicals tend to overpower uh, the body's capacity and uh, they generate a condition known as um, oxidative stress. Now oxidative stress can alter physiological conditions of the body. It can result in several diseases. There are um, antioxidants which uh, chemically inhibit the oxidation process. They are known as free radical scavengers. Now, these free radical scavengers Are an important antioxidant uh, defense system. And uh, the common antioxidants, which are quite easily available, are vitamin C, glutathione, melatonin, beta carotenes, tocopherols. And uh, there are many reports showing that antioxidant potentials of fruits also sort of protects uh, the human body. Uh, some papers have reported strong antioxidant activities which have been found in berries, cherries, citrus fruits, prunes, olives. So you see uh, a lot of that in the media today. If you go to Google, you'll find a lot of the beneficial effects of um, these fruits. Green and black teas are also being studied. They've been studied in the recent past for antioxidant properties. They've been found to be useful, and though not entirely conclusive, they are an important. Um, um, They are important items with antioxidant properties. Now coming to our diet, uh, can the diet be protective? Yes. A lot of studies are being done these days on the vegetarian diets and they are considered to be very mm, useful. These are what we call the functional foods like a common day to day vegetables like broccoli, carrots, tomatoes, these are considered functional foods because they have a high content of physiologically active uh, substances, the beta carotenes, lycopenes, and green vegetables and spices that we eat daily, like mustard and uh, turmeric are also high in natural antioxidants and these um, spices and vegetables are gaining popularity across um, the entire world. Major what we call nutraceutical ingredients in plants are flavonoids. These are very potent um, antioxidants. They have also been recognized to possess uh, anti-inflammatory properties, anti-allergic. They protect uh, the liver. They uh, help in preventing uh, blood clots. They have antiviral properties and even anti-carcinogenic properties. For instance, green tea is um, taken regularly by a lot of uh, people into health foods because it's uh, cardioprotective along with a bit of red wine. So that, um, that is a theory, and there's a lot of people going for this. There are medicinal plants as well, um, which have um, a lot of good properties. There are spices. Vegetables like onions, garlic, mustard, red chilies, cloves, cinnamon, saffron, curry leaf, fenugreek, and the list goes on, like ginger, and some herbs are also being studied and they have been found to be useful, vegetables, like uh, what we call the common gooseberry or amla. It's also very popular. It's very rich in vitamin C. Aloe vera is increasingly popular across the world because it's uh, got a lot of good healing properties. It's also good for your diet and so this is being marketed across um, many countries these days and it's a common ingredient uh, we often use even in our cosmeceutical, uh, botanical skin care products because um, it has a lot of uh, beneficial properties for the skin, it's a good moisturiser, it's got anti-inflammatory properties and then you have other ingredients like soya beans. Soya beans are very popular. Um, in the past when the Japanese produced soya bean uh, products in large quantities, they found that uh, the workers in the soya bean factories producing tofu and uh, soya bean drinks uh, had lighter skin. And so this was studied, and they wanted to find out the reason behind the beneficial properties. And they found that soya beans actually contain tyrosinase inhibitors, and they were good for lightening pigments like age related or sun related pigments. And so that was a new addition in the cosmetic industry. And you have wheat, grass, and a popular fruit which is found in some tropical regions, Garcinia, Cambodia, which seems to have uh, benefits for heart uh, health. A lot of people um, are into this. And so when we face um, these challenges of extrinsic aging, especially photo aging, aging due to tobacco and atmospheric pollution, the ozone around us and all, um, we can actually take care of some of them like photo aging for instance. You could protect yourself with sunblocks, proper protective clothing, umbrellas, hats and so on. Uh, that's another topic which we'll go into um, in the next few rounds. And, um, and then you could also um, Quit smoking. Smoking is also a big problem, but which can be stopped and it could have a lot of health benefits. Because smoking, the tobacco, really causes a lot of premature skin aging and grayish uh, pigmentation of your skin, causes cysts and smoker's lines on your face, which you do not want in later age. So just by stopping these and taking care of uh, a few things which are the usual suspects, you could actually move on to improving your skin and uh, even your aging process. And of course, uh, ozone, that's something which is very toxic to our skin, to our body, These are highly oxidant, polluting gases. There's a lot of pollution in our cities and our streets and uh, many old vehicles. So there are a lot of uh, negative effects on the skin and they generate a lot of uh, free radicals. So by understanding some of these uh, usual suspects and aggravators, um, we can actually improve on the aging process and especially uh, with respect to the aging skin um, a lot of my focus is going to be on the aging face and neck if you were to understand how these changes uh, changes happen and how you can actually prevent and improve your overall skin health and also improve your aging process I think um, That would be a good way to get into this whole business of uh, reversing the aging process. So these are the aesthetic aggravators on the aging process, the focus on the aging phase, and how we can round up the usual suspects and sort of start reversing from the word go. We start reversing the aging process. Thank you very much, and I look forward to um sharing more of this